Hello, good human, and welcome back to The Sunshine Project. My name is Chloe, I am your host, and I am all about bringing a little bit of sunshine into your ears and your life, especially areas that the sunshine can be a little bit lacking. This week, we are talking all about friendship, and today, I'll be finishing off the week with quite a hard part of being a human, I guess, being an adult, being a human. We're going to talk about losing friendships. Now, losing friends is not spoken about in the same way that losing romantic relationships can be, but I genuinely feel at 28 and three quarters years old that friendships and platonic relationships can be just as meaningful, as intense, as love-filled as every type of love as every lifelong love as every season long love just because it's not romantic doesn't mean it doesn't deserve to be honored and doesn't mean that you shouldn't have space to grieve it if it goes there are so many ways that a friendship can fall apart probably the best way although it does leave you with a sad little ache is a mutual drift Maybe a friendship of yours has fallen apart in a very one-sided way. And look, I've been on both sides of that and both of them are awful. When I was younger, I lost a really good friend because I could not find the words to communicate that my needs were different than theirs. I couldn't work out how to tell them that receiving so many messages each day and so many requests to catch up was getting to a place where it was feeling really overwhelming. I couldn't work out how to make that not personal and so I just didn't. I just cut them off and I look back on that and I feel awful because I think what an isolating experience. They had lots of other friends. They had a great support system but I wish I had understood how to share with them that I loved them and I treasured them and I wasn't that friend that they needed me to be but I still wanted to be their friend. And I just didn't. And I still feel awful about that. And I've had it happen to me too. I've had friends that I think objectively I can look at it and say I was probably a bit much for. I was probably a bit too hype. I probably made them feel a bit overwhelmed with my love in and belief of them. But I also know that that doesn't mean that I'm too much. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong about how brilliant they are or how loved they deserve to be. It just means that I was a bit much for them. Being a bit much for someone isn't the same as being a bit much in general. And I hope that the friend that I cut off feels that way too. Probably the most explosive type of friendship breakup is a fallout. And this is one that we chronically do not speak about. I had this experience when I was about 20 years old and I'm not joking when I say that it felt like someone had died. People I love have died. That's not an exaggeration. I found it to be the most frustrating, lonely experience because it felt like I should be able to go a few streets over and sit this friend down and talk it through and explain why I was in the right and they were in the wrong and they should please apologize. And I'm sure they felt the exact same way from their end, but I couldn't do that. It was like they were a ghost. 
and I remember that on one of the many, many nights I lay awake thinking about how this was the worst breakup I'd ever been through and it was one that no one seemed to understand and one that I couldn't even communicate without sounding bitchy or petty or defensive. What would Zoe Foster Blake do? Which is my life motto. I hyphenated my surname with my husband's when I got married and when people asked why I did that, instead of dropping my name and taking his, I said, if it's good enough for Zoe Foster Blake, it's good enough for me. I just found myself wondering, what about successful, brilliant people who were excelling at their careers and who seemed to have it all? Had they been through friendship breakups like this? Because it felt so silly and so small. And I don't know the answer to that question. Zoe Foster Blake, if you're listening to this, please DM me and confirm or deny. My 20-year-old self needs it. But I can safely say that it's something that most of us have probably been through. And unfortunately, I don't have a guide on turning back time or on fixing the mistakes that led you to drift apart. I don't have the map on how you can drift back together. All I can suggest if you're working through a lost friendship or you're seeing one at the ridge of the river that you're on right now is that you've only got a few choices. And the one that I recommend is learning really getting to the bottom of why it fell apart, not about who's to blame, but about what you each could have done differently, what you'd love to take from that friendship into others, the boundaries and expectations that you hold that you'd like to communicate next time. So learning from it, honouring it, getting to a place where you can look back on that friendship so fondly, getting to a place where the memories that you shared make you laugh or cry in a way that feels achy but good. And then let it go. Because people change. Grief happens and life happens and beautiful things happen and terrible things happen and it's only human and all I can hope is that one day the two of you will pass each other by and you'll smile and lift a hand and keep walking and feel okay. At the end of each of our weeks together, whether that end comes on a Wednesday for a two-episode week or a Friday like it has this week, I have a few recommendations for you. Well, look, it's supposed to be one and I know I've already filled your ears with recommendations on how to make friends and keep friends and what to do when you lose friends, but these are a little more consumable. And there are a few. So it's been a big week for recommendations, but I'd love to offer you these as well. I've got a couple. I've got one podcast and two TV shows that I think sum up friendship in a beautiful way. We'll go with the podcast first. It is Dying for Sex. It's a few years old now, but as you listen, I feel like you will feel like you have become such good friends with the hosts Molly and Nikki. And if you are looking for some very low commitment friends at the moment, that's probably a great way to go. Actually, I'm going to add in a sneaky second podcast recommendation, which is the Imperfects podcast. Just because the three hosts are clearly such good friends. Ryan Shelton's episode on his friendship with Hamish Blake is a beautiful one. But you can probably listen to any and get that sense of friendship. The first TV show I recommend you watch is the show Dead to Me. 
which is absolutely brilliant and it really encapsulates making friends as an adult and all of the baggage that comes along with that. And the second TV show I'm recommending today is Firefly Lane. This one is very earnest and very heartfelt and very gushy and mm, all kinds of complicated and all kinds of beautiful. If you would like to make some more friends and you'd like to meet some like-minded people, may I suggest our Facebook group? It's called the Sunshine Project Podcast Community and we would be absolutely stoked to have you there. It's full of people who have good vibes and good hearts and think like you and I'm hoping that we're all going to become even better friends as time goes on. And a last word from me, and I know it's kind of dorky and I know it's kind of daggy, but I just wanted to say that if you're listening to this, I consider you a friend in a funny sort of way and I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week and I can't wait to talk to you next Monday. I love you, good human. Bye.